Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we will be covering what we've been playing, the news, reinvented, and for our main topic, we're going to talk about uh, relearning games that you've already played. Something that, you know, you've played for, played, but haven't played for a while. You know, it, it sometimes, I hesitate to pull a game off the shelf if I haven't played it for a while because I forget how games work. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like when you don't play a video game for a while and then you have to jump into it and you're like, I need a mini tutorial. Well, video games, for me, was always, I don't know where I am. Yeah, that too. <laughs> okay, so what we've been playing. Shay has been doing homework. Yes, I played last week. You, you did play, you had games for last week. I had games for last week, which I think is an uh, improvement. It's always an improvement when you can get a game played, Shay. Uh, so, uh, we put Roleplayer Black on the ta- back on the table. Uh, it is a dice rolling dice placement game. Uh, reason I think we pulled it out is because Jordan just got Roleplayer Adventures off Kickstarter. And this is, if you've played Sagrada, Roleplayer is very similar. There's just a little bit more to it. There's powers every time you place a... Place a die. Yeah. Uh, we played with both expansions, fiends and familiars, and monsters and minions. And I think you really need to play with at least monsters and minions. The fiends and familiars adds a little bit, but monsters and minions, in my opinion, is critical to that game. Yeah, it definitely adds to the game in a in a significant way. Yeah. It, the base game, you're just taking dice, you're doing stuff. With Monsters and Minion, there's more choices, there's more stuff you can do in the game. Yeah, being able to fight and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we had a quick game. I actually won. Wow, uh, a dice rolling game. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I've won role player ever <laughs> uh, till then. But I also won Sagrada last time we played, so maybe my uh, luck is changing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, role player D and D. You're building yeah. characters. It's the character creation part of D and D made into a game. Yeah, so if you like that aspect, you like dice placement, dice rolling with a little bit, a little bit more theme, a little bit more direction, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, you have goals of what you want all your characteristics to be. And you your have alignment. A, and your stuff alignment, like that. your backstory, and then you're getting stars based on that, and then you can buy, you know. Armor, weapons, scrolls, spells, all sorts of cards. Uh, still not a heavy game by any means. Yeah. But it is that next level of that style of game. Yeah, it's a really neat game. And it's interesting because with adventures, you can take the characters that you've created from roleplayer and then put them into that game. Yeah, and that's the cool thing is that, and I think that's one of the reasons we pulled it out is... Uh, in Roleplayer Adventures, as she said, uh, it has pre-made characters, or you play a game of Roleplayer until you find the character you, or build the character you like, yeah. and then you can import it into Roleplayer Adventures, which helps you, or gives you your own personal character. Yeah. Okay, the other big game I played last week was Kanban, which is a Vital Lacerda game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, you are in a car factory, and you're building and designing cars. Uh, this is the classic version we played, the uh, Kanban EV 
special edition Eagle Griffin version was released last year or late or earlier this year, I think. Uh, this one, I had never played it before. Uh, one of the smoother Lacertas that I've played. Uh, if you haven't played a Lacerta, they are a heavy Euro game. Uh, everything is connected and you really have to plan what you're doing. It's really hard to just wing these games or else you're, you're going to do poorly. Uh, Jordan struggled because it's his first Lacerda he had ever played. Uh, I've played four or five now, so I actually picked it up fairly easy because it's, it's not as complex as the Gallerist or Lisboa. Mm -hmm. And I had a great time. Uh, in it, there is five areas of the board you can go to. Uh, there's a meeting room, which basically allows you to do one of the actions that are already taken. Uh, there's car designs, there's getting resources or car parts. Uh, there's moving cars off the assembly line. Uh, there's getting those cars off the test track. And I think that, is that all five? I think that's all that's there. <laughs> I don't know, you were counting. Yeah. <laughs> and different areas are sort of connected. You need parts to be able to move those cars off lines. You need uh, designs to be able to get the cars off the test track. Uh, and then there's a, uh, her name's Sandra. She is moving along as you go. And it's, uh, she's going to test each area she ends up in. Uh, each zone has two areas you can go to. And she's just going to keep moving from left to right until she gets to the end. And then you're going to have a weekly meeting. Uh, yeah, there, well, there's weekly meetings and there's weekly scoring, basically. There's two different things. And end game is once you've done one of those two three times and the other one twice. Uh, we ended up doing each three times. It just worked out that way. Uh, wonderful design. I, his games are amazing, but they are next level to play. Uh, you can play them without much experience, but you're not going to do well. This one, as I say, was one of the easier ones to learn, but great, great game. Uh, components were nice in the edition we played. Uh, of course, the new new edition is going to be prettier and fancier because it has Ian, o Ian O'Toole art mm -hmm. and metal cars and all sorts of stuff. Nice. But I just have the uh, driver's edition, and that's everything I need. Yeah. Okay, that's what we've been playing. Shay? I suppose I have to do the news, hey? Hit us with the news. You're listening to CFCR. Uh, this is Board on the Air. I'm David. And I'm Shay. And now, hit us with the news. All right, let's do the news. So, first yeah. off, uh, Wingspan. Million copies sold. I know. That's... That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, I I meant to look up to see where Catan is at. Yeah. Like, if, if there is a number out there. Just because that's sort of the benchmark for any game. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sold more than anything. But Wingspan was released at the beginning of 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically three years. A yeah. million copies. That's incredible. <laughs> Absolute, absolutely. I'm actually just going to look up Catan copies sold right now just because just I am actually interested now that you've said it. Um, 32 million games. 
32 million and that that was released in 95 95 yeah so that's 27 years so a little bit ahead uh, just a bit yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but you gotta remember like you know a million copies in three years of a modern board game is unheard of uh Catan was released in 95 and its competition was Catan, right? There was nothing else to fight with it till like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> when, when modern board games really went crazy and three to 5,000 of them were being released every year. Yeah. You know, there's just so many games that to hit those numbers is unheard of. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's great. Awesome for Elizabeth Hargraves. Um, Stone she was Meyer. the one who, Stone Meyer, she's the one who I saw that posted it. Um, so yeah, awesome. Yes. Uh, now into some actual game announcements and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I saw Amigo, which is a German board game publisher. Yeah. They uh, announced after, um, I think it was after Spiel, possibly after Gen, Gen Con, um, that uh, announced four games for 2022, and they're going to be remakes of old games. I can't remember if you talked about this one. I don't remember this. Okay. So, yeah, they announced um, four games. They're going to put more information out in January, but they are just, like, reprints of old okay. games. Uh, the article that I saw said that the probably the big headliner would be Bonanza, Bonanza 25th Anniversary okay. Edition. Yeah, from Uwe Rosenberg. Yeah, that's his bean-counting game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're releasing an... A new version of that. There, I think, it sounds like there's going to be a new currency, possibly jelly beans. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think most of Amigo games are in the yellow boxes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 The pictures. That's what the pictures look like. I took some pictures of what they described. Um, oh, it doesn't. The 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 publisher, or sorry, the um the commenter said that they thought it was going to be jelly beans, but it says there's going to be a new bean type. Okay. Uh, and there's going to be a collectible coin. Oh, cool. Um, Abu Luxon, another one, uh, from Michael Kisling and Wolfgang Kramer. Okay, that's, so, that is the go-to this year, it seems. We're going to reprint games, and they have to be by Kisling and Kramer. Because <laughs> another one just hit Kickstarter was, uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, uh, I'll think, I'll think of the name. You, you think of it, we'll see if I, if, see if I talk about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a card game from them. It's, uh, compete to score points by playing cards and stealing cards from one another. So pretty, pretty interesting. Um, Ghosts, Reiner Knizia. Okay. Uh, let's see, it was debuted in seventh, in seventh heaven in 2005. So it's actually had a few different versions and he describes it as a mashup between Uno and Poison. Knizia's Poison is a game. Um, so yeah. You pick, play a card, draw a card, move mm -hmm. on from there. Last one is one that actually the the article didn't have much about. Uh, Schnatter guy, and uh, he's like, I didn't, I don't know what this game really is, so we'll just wait for more information. But that's another one that's going to be on there. Um. Yeah, the Kissling Commer is Palaces of Carrera, which is hitting in December. Cool. Uh, so we got new puzzle books coming out. Um, from UK publisher, okay. but they're, pub they're pu puzzle books based on Asmodee games. Okay. So they've already released Catan Unlock and Ticket to Ride in puzzle book games. Okay. And it looks like in 2022, they're planning to release Pandemic and Dobble, which I guess is Spot It. 
Okay. Be a, a version. Yeah. So yeah, they. Uh, I have never heard or seen those. So no, must I've be never. Your, must be is, UK only. It's a UK pub- publisher, and it was uh, at the top of the board game geek news. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, well, that's interesting. I I play puzzle books there. So, I'm curious how what what kind of puzzles are in there. Yeah, they say, like, the Dobble Puzzle Book contains more than 100 visual puzzles based on the award-winning and best-selling card game. Favorite Dobble icons in, appear in puzzles ranging from Spot the Difference to Mazes to Odd One Out and Cartoon Sudoku. So okay. it sounds like, the, like, the pandemic says, features images and locations familiar, visual cryptic conundrums. Yeah, so it sounds like they're taking traditional puzzles and applying the themes of the games to them, okay. but also ones that kind of fit the theme of yeah. those games, right? Neat. Yeah. If I saw that, I would probably pick those up for your mom. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, let's see, what's the other one on here? We got... Oh, we got a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Our special guest host, Artemis. Yes. Uh, in November, Uno, yep. or Mattel hosted a UNO championship. It was a celebration for their 50th anniversary. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, they hosted an UNO championship in Vegas... And the winner got fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. See, in Uno, it's just a matter of who doesn't get picked on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... Absolutely. But uh, I was like, "That's that is crazy. That is such a large amount of money for an Uno championship in Vegas." Well, it's it's funny because they have the World Championships things coming next year, and I think yeah. the winners get twenty five grand. Yeah. But. But they're not Mattel, right? They're not like... Mattel, exactly. They don't, they don't have 50 years of selling a game to build up those nest eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? That's like Barbie money right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next one. Uh, Mega Man Adventures is hitting pre-orders. Mega Man? Mega Man. So based on the video game? Based on the video game. It's a uh, co-op game designed by Michael Kelly and Peter Gozis. I didn't see anything about what they might have designed previous. Um, but yeah, you, <laughs> you take on the role of Mega Man and his allies to fight against the nefarious Dr. Wily <laughs> and his powerful robot masters. See, I played a few Mega Mans. They were just really hard. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's a board game based on Mega Man and it can be co-op and campaign version. So... Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? That's pr- pr- pretty fun. Uh, and apparently it's um, Blacklist Games is who's publishing it. Okay. Uh, Pathfinder Arena board game up on Kickstarter. Um, so Pathfinder is like D&D. Yes. And this is a board game version of it? This Well, yes. Pathfinder Arena is a competitive board game. So you're, it looks like resources, building a hero, um got yeah competitive board game two to four players set in the pathfinder role-playing games fantasy fiction age of lost omens setting okay that's a mouthful isn't it (laughs) (laughs) i've never played pathfinder but i was just like oh this actually looks like kind of a neat game and it's on kickstarter so you know it's always going to be kind of interesting yeah neil was into pathfinder at one point yeah so it looks like you're you you're going to take the role of a hero who's trapped in an arena and that's where you fight, right? Okay. Um, and yeah, you compete against them. You're leveling up your your game with tokens and stuff like that. 
You got asymmetric abilities. Kind of cool. hits hits some interesting spots. We're not competitive gamers, but it does uh, sound kind of interesting. Yeah, it's. I, I would say the ones like that that we've played is War Chest. Uh, I've played Wildlands. Uh, but we don't do a lot of that head-to-head knock people out. No, it's Jordan that usually yeah, does those. It's yeah, it's Jordan's type of genre for Yeah, sure. I'm not good at those. Yeah. Simon, <laughs> um, or Come On Games, released a new zombie side scenario. No, they're releasing a new zombie side game. Oh, are they? It says it, it, the, the article says releases new zombie side scenario. So. Okay. Um, what's it called? A uh, green horde scenario. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you can you can go about the game too. Like the art, I never saw anything about a new game. The, so they they just announced Marvel Zombie Side. Oh, really? Yeah. So that I think we talked last week where they sent out like a small silver surfer. Yeah. And then a big Galactus. That was the game that was coming out of it. Oh, okay. Anyway, this is just a scenario adding to to the zombie side. Um, But yeah, it's uh, (laughs) necromancers. Yeah, so Green Horde and Black Plague and Invader were the the latest three other than their zombie side second edition. Yeah. And and they sort of streamlined the game from what I know. And people have said that uh, they've made the game better with those editions. And Green Horde was the first of those three that made those changes that everybody really likes. Cool. Um, last, or not last one, actually, I saw a couple more. How are we doing for time? Oh, we're doing time. We're doing great. Um, Lord of the Rings game, Battle in Balin's Tomb. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, saw it briefly. Okay. Um, and it sounds like, like, it's a bunch of miniatures, uh, and it's, you're trapped in basically a Balin's burial chamber, Balin being okay. one of the dwarves. Yeah. Um, and you're exploring, exploring the mines of Moria, fighting goblins and trolls and okay so it's it's the first movie where they go under the mountain and then they see meet the uh Balrog. Balrog. yeah 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 exactly it's what it seems to be uh it's coming from games workshop okay yeah so games workshop does the uh all the miniature stuff and yeah. the paints and so warhammer is their big one yeah and the uh miniatures look pretty cool because the pictures they show are actually painted ones yeah they look pretty sweet yeah, so it's. I, I wonder if it's going to be part of that miniatures world, or if it's going to be a standalone game. Does it say? Uh, it doesn't. Okay. It just says fast-paced board game for two or more players, and it's a new one from them. Okay, they so it is a board game. Yeah, it's it's a full-on board game by itself. Okay. So, uh, Robotopia board game up on Kickstarter. Um. No, never nope. heard of it. Okay, nope. got me there. <laughs> um, it sounded like one that you might might have heard, but uh, I also don't see the publisher on this one. Um, well, sometimes with Kickstarter, it's a startup guys, right? Yeah. So uh, the the campaign image that they show is just literally like uh, here, I'll show you it. It's like a propaganda poster. Yeah. The master robot rules Robotopia with an iron fist. Literally, rebellion is brewing and the robot guilds are looking for a new leader. Do you have it, have what it takes to run the factory? Okay, you're running yeah. a factory to put out robots to yeah. take over the world. There's different factions. You're unionizing okay. the, the <laughs> robot factory. Nice. Uh, Socialism yeah. at its finest. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's not much else information on there, but uh, yeah. the, the little, the little uh, meeples look kind of cute. And uh, it's one I might go check out. To yeah, see what for it's sure. About. Finally, the the t- that time you killed me oh, is the now Pandasaurus. available. The Pandasaurus game, uh, it's now available from Pandasaurus, 
and it's a narrative game. And you got chapters that you go through and your rival time travelers <sighs> trying to erase each other from history. Theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently it's like it's it, you're you're basically chasing people through time through these different chapters, trying to destroy each version of them so that you can be the winner. Yeah, I got a bit of buzz at uh, Gen Con this year. Uh, I didn't really look into it uh, that much, uh -huh. but uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting premise. Yeah, I actually lied. There's there's one other thing I want to mention. Uh, Catan's expanding into home decor. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> so Asmodee um, has a partnership with Just Funky. Yep. Just Funky creates other uh merchandise for like board games they got D, &D um or i guess not not just uh board games for yep. any geeky stuff because i guess i got the D, D, sonic dragon ball naruto uh rick and morty stuff like that and uh asmine has entered a partnership to create Catan merchandise they're planning glassware wall art throw blankets lamps tote tote bags lanyards stationery Cool. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to go check out this site now. I'm not going to buy Catan stuff, but well, sure. People always want to decorate their board game room yeah. with board game related stuff, but it's not that easy to find. It isn't. No. Although yeah. I would recommend there's lots of nice stuff on Redbubble and some on Etsy as well, but actually Redbubble has a significant amount of neat board game art. In cool. fact, I think there's somebody out there who's officially partnered with um, Stonemeyer. Yeah. So... Cool. Yeah. That has been my news. I hope it was okay. Yeah. No, news is good. Uh, one thing I will add, Tasty Minstrel, who shut down recently, uh, announced today that all of their existing stock is now being sold through cool, cool Mini or not, or Cool Mini down out of the States or Cool Stuff or whatever that. Yeah. One oh, of theirs. Also, Black Friday deals are all on. Yes. Half of the news was just, these people yeah. all have Black Friday deals. Pandasaurus, uh, Come On Games, AEG. Yeah. yeah. In, in Canada, it doesn't help us a lot because the shipping kills us. Yeah. But, you know, in the U.S., all of our loyal listeners down there, <laughs> uh, you can pick up some good deals. And with the Tasty Minstrel, you can get all their deluxified stuff, all their Kickstarter stuff. Cool. Okay, into our main topic. Uh, Why are games so hard to replay? Yeah. Relearn, I should say. Well, and replay, like... As I've said numerous times, if we play a game three or four times, that's a lot for a game. Yeah, we don't uh, play one game over and over and over again. We have a few that we have. Yeah. But part of it is we play a game, we put it on the shelf. A month later, I need to relearn that game. And some of those really heavy, heavy games, it's it's not a 20-minute teach, right? No. Or it's not a 20-minute learn and teach. Uh so that keeps me from picking some of those games sometimes. Uh, there are some heavy games that we play re regularly that we don't have that, like the Maracaibos, the Great Western Trail, yeah. uh, Brass Birmingham for the most part. We've played enough that we can pick it up fairly quickly. Uh, it goes hand in hand with uh, our rules lawyer that we have in the family. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was like, Everdell is one of those. I love Everdell, but we don't play it that often. And every time we pull it out, I have to relearn this game, even though I love it. Right. And they're, especially now that we have expansions and stuff like that, it's just more and more added that you have to then learn. Yeah. And I think some of those games, if, if the teach was a tough, tough teach to begin with. Yeah. It, it makes me a, a little bit more hesitant to grab that one to, 
to relearn it. If it took me a while to learn it the first time, trying to learn it a second time is going to make me gun shy. Yes. Yeah, and you also fall into that, there, there can be an issue where you pick the game up and you're like, oh yeah, I know how to play this, right? And then you start playing and you're like, wait, I don't actually remember this rule. Or how do I do this? And then you're spending, you know, you're delaying the game. No, not for a bad reason, but because everybody's like looking through the rule book to try and remember how to play the game, right? Oh yeah, and and <laughs> there has been that where we're like, oh yeah, we've played this. We yeah. pull it out, we set it up, we we look at the board and we're like, I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Like I said, it's like video games. I find right where I I haven't played them for a while, or I play a bunch of them, and I get back in and I go. I'm three quarters of the way through this game, right? So I've learned all of these skills and I now need to go through the controls and figure out what on earth I had done before. Well, yeah. And like with video games, I'm the same thing. It's, you know, what buttons do what? Yeah. Right. Especially if you've been playing other ones, right? Well, and usually video games or a lot of those types of video games, you're, as you're going, you're learning learning new skills. So this button does this. The next one does that, and you're like, uh-oh, yeah. I don't remember any of the combos that I should know to be at this point. Yeah, I, I literally went back to Tomb Raider once, and I'm like, how do I draw a bow again? Uh, which, you know, is like the first thing you learn how to do in the game. Well, and that's that's a lot of these games as well. It's And, and for the most part, I find that you can, you can play it. It's the intricate rules that you're always going back to figure out, okay, where yeah. is... Where is this? Or if it has a fiddly rule of some sort, that's the ones that really, they can almost be game-breaking, right? Absolutely, You, you yeah. can finish a game and you're like, we played that completely wrong because of this. Like, uh, Gugon was one where I had played it, I learned it again, and missed a very key rule. Yeah. Which... Made, and we all played. Yeah. And so we played totally differently and everybody had these huge scores and it was because we had messed up yeah to be fair it meant it was still even because we all cheated yeah but yeah we we played it wrong and i could see like we haven't gone back to rise of queensdale yet um but that's one that we are halfway through and like we've added new things in and i could see that one being one when we get back to it being you know us having to do a pretty big refresh not because the game's hard to play but because we've changed it from the original so much well that's exactly it and jordan mentioned the same thing with uh gloomhaven jaws of the lion you know we we've played seven or eight missions but we haven't gone back to it yet right (laughs) like it's it's been a month or a month and a half since we've played it yeah (laughs) you know christmas break we'll play it christmas break we need to get it on the table a couple of times just to uh have a couple of good sessions to remember it. Yeah. But I, I think this is a big, big thing for people who have a decent sized collection is every time you go to play a game, you almost have to learn it new. And yeah. It, it's one of the things that's sort of hurt our gaming recently is um, mo- your mom is like, can we play something we know how to play? Yeah. Can you be more specific? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As in, like, what, we played it in the past month, or we've played it once? Yeah. <laughs> if we know how to play it, does it mean we have to still know how to play it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it, uh, t- we're taking advice. If anybody yeah. has any uh, advice, if you have a big board game collection, and you have figured out a way to remember how to play games that you haven't played in a while, please let us know. Yeah, I don't think that, like, for me, I don't know if there is an easier way, like, Yes, we have the rules lawyer, but 
is that enough, right? Yeah. All right. This has been Board on the Air on CFCR. I am Shay. I'm David. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great week.